Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Well, in case you missed it, my book, Image Restored, released last week. And I felt led to start a restored series here on the podcast. Let me explain. When I completed writing this book, God showed me that each of the chapters, the themes here apply to so much more than body image. Of course, body image is one area, and that's the main area that the book addressed, but that is simply one of the areas that reflect our image. So while this series, it absolutely can be used to address body image struggles, and if you're using the book in that way, please tune into the series and use this series as you walk through the book. But I also am going to share these episodes in a way that you can apply the principles we're going to talk about to any area of your life. All of the themes in the chapters are based on foundational truth, which we're going to start right here today on. And I'm excited to start the series with you. So in case you're wondering, you do not need a copy of Image Restored to follow along with this series, but of course I do recommend it. So let's jump right in and we're going to start in chapter one. So the theme of today's episode is truth restored. Now in the book, if you've seen the book yet, we have a therapist thought for each of the chapters that goes along with the theme for that chapter. And I felt like this chapter's therapist thought was worthy of me reading to you because it goes along with truth needing to be restored. I don't know about you, but it is so very easy, even as a believer in Jesus Christ, and even as someone who was brought up in church, and I've heard the Bible, I've read the Bible, I'm surrounded by other believers who think like me and believe like me, yet still, there can be areas of my life that I can get away from the truth. And I think for most of us, especially if we're pursuing a relationship with the Lord, we're, we're deepening our faith and things like that. I don't think that it's ever a blatant walk away from truth. Now, sometimes we do see that, right? We have, we've seen that actually quite a bit with people who used to be in ministry, or you may even have a family member or a friend who just says, nope, I'm renouncing my faith, my Christianity. And so of course, that's more of a blatant walk away from truth. The truth I think I'm referring to here today, though, is the half-truths. I think we are surrounded by, and again, I'm saying this from somebody in the trenches, not up on a soapbox. I think we're surrounded by areas of our life where we are living half-truths. We are picking and choosing Bible verses to support our theory in a certain area or just trying to justify some sins in our lives. And my friends, I want to encourage you today do not take this lightly. God's really been convicting me about this particular topic. And so let me read you this therapist thought, and then we'll dive into this a little bit more. Here's what it says. Core beliefs are an individual's central ideas about herself, others, and the world. These beliefs act like a lens through which every situation is seen 
and they shape how a person sees the world. Harmful core beliefs lead to negative thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, whereas rational core beliefs lead to positive reactions. Now, I want to tell you that, as you know, I consider myself a counselor who is on mission to bridge the gap between faith and therapy. So I'd like to be clear when I'm using one or the other or I'm blending them. And what I just read to you, that is a therapeutic definition of core beliefs, right? You might have noticed there was no necessarily Bible verse in there, okay? But as a Christian counselor, here's the thing that I think is very important to us, who those of us who live, or at least try to live by the truth from God's word, is we live in a fallen world. Duh, right? There's sin in this world. And depending on your upbringing, so your family of origin is what we call your family that you were born into or were adopted into or whoever raised you, right? That's your family of origin. And then we also have environments, work, school, all the hobbies and things we do. And then, of course, we have church if you grew up in church or, or in church now. So we have lots of people and environments influencing our core beliefs. And it's extremely important that we recognize that because awareness is the first step to healing in any area. And I think that, I, I mean, I can speak for at least for myself and even noticing this in people I've counseled, that we just simply sometimes aren't aware what's shaping our views of ourselves, the world, and all of that. All right, so core beliefs is just a foundational principle that, hey, we are all walking around with core beliefs. Even if you've never taken time to address what you really believe about all kinds of different areas of your life, you are making decisions on a daily basis that come from your core beliefs. Some of those core beliefs are awesome and you should keep them and you should keep going in that direction. But then there's some core beliefs we got to debunk because they are not founded on the word of God. I want to read to you from uh, Jesus, his own words that he says in Matthew 7, verses 24 through 27. And he paints a beautiful picture. I love how Jesus teaches. I just love it. He's a, he's a visual teacher, and I'm very visual myself. So when he gives me images, I'm like, yes, I can hang with this. But here he does. He paints a picture of why it's crucial to build on a solid foundation. Here's what he says. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Whew, we could unpack that passage for quite a while now. As you know, these little short talk therapies don't necessarily have time to do that. But one thing that I do love is that, did you notice that one built their house on the rock, one on the sand, did you notice that both of them, though, had rain and floods and wind that came? 
It didn't say the person who builds their house on the rock will have no wind and storms in life. Nope. In fact, it's actually a promise. We see this throughout the word of God. As believers, we're actually not guaranteed that we won't go through hard things. The difference is when we go through them, if we're founded on the word of God and we've got Jesus and we've got our salvation and we've got all of the armor, if you will, is what I started to mention there, uh, armor of God on us. When, not if, when the storms of life come, we won't be shattered. We won't have that great fall of it that this verse ended in and this passage ended in. And so that's the promise here. The promise is not that we won't go through hard things. We will. Newsflash, you've been here. I think most of us have gone through hard things. And if you haven't yet, you will. But the promise is if you're standing on the solid foundation, which is Christ, which is the word of God, then guess what? When those storms come, we won't be shaken. We won't sink. We won't get sucked down into that vortex of the sinking sand. So to stop ourselves from sinking, we must take the time to build our body image or any other area of your life on a spiritual foundation of solid rock. So let's finish this episode today by doing as we always do. We're going to process and we're going to pray. So let's process. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Um, if you have the Image Restored book, these are similar to the questions that you've got there that if you want us to take that space to journal. By the way, I'm a big fan of making space to process. That's why these episodes, we always keep a process. I refuse to let go of that piece because we have got to do a better job of giving space for the Holy Spirit to speak to us, all right? So here we go. Number one, what area of your life do you feel like you are sinking? Number two, are you standing on the sinking sand of cultural core beliefs or the solid foundation of God's word? And then number three is not so much a process, but it is a, a practical tip, if you will. Ask God to give you a word to stand on. I don't remember if I've shared this with you all yet, so I'm going to share it again in case you missed it. I created, in the process of writing this book, I'm just going to be honest, there were moments that I felt like I was sinking. <laughs> uh, there were moments where I wasn't certain of my decision-making abilities and all the things. I could, I could go on for a while, but suffice it to say, I had moments where I was like, uh-oh, we're sinking. And the Lord reminded me, Rachel, what are you standing on? Because I was not standing on solid rock at that time. I was letting lies and core beliefs uh, affect the way I was proceeding. And he gave me an idea to do this. And I'm so glad I did because I now have almost 200 verses in there. Uh, I started a photo album on my phone called Stand Firm. And anytime I'm reading the Bible app or more my actual Bible or I hear somebody, something just comes to mind that's a verse that I feel like God says, you need to stand on this verse. I screenshot it and I put it in my own little photo album on my phone called Stand Firm. And I swipe through that from time to time just to go, okay, Lord, what verse do I need to stand on? So I'm up to close to 200 scriptures now. That's a very practical way you can start to stand on the word of God. Let me pray for us. Father, I thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. You are so good to us, Lord. 
We're so honored and grateful we get to be here and I get to connect in this way to other believers. And I just ask right now that you draw us close to you. Give us a hunger for your word. May we crave to be in your word more than we crave being on social media or watching TV shows or whatever other things that we crave, Lord. May we crave time with you and in your word above all else. And Lord, I pray for my friends here today. Would you give them a word to stand on? I know that represented here are so many people who feel like they're sinking. And God, I can relate. Oh, you know I can relate to that. But I also can relate to Jesus, you reaching out your hand and you saying, hey, daughter, I see you sinking. Hey, son, I see you. Would you like a hand? And you reach out and you grab us and you pull us up and you set us on the rock. So I just believe that's happening here today, that whoever feels like they're sinking and they're, they're too far gone and they've missed it, they've made mistakes, you say, oh, no, 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 child, I am here. And you're reaching out that hand and you're extending it to them and pulling them up out of that sand and you're sticking them on your rock. And so listeners, I just feel prompted in my spirit to say, open your hand and reach out and grab Jesus's hand. He is reaching out for you today. You're not too far gone. You haven't made too many mistakes. He sees you. He knows you. He loves you. He's for you. He died for you. And he is reaching out his hand of grace and mercy and forgiveness today. So receive it. Name of Jesus. All right, Lord, we pray all this in your name. Jesus, amen. All right, friends, uh, as I told you, I am a visual person. So sometimes when I pray, I'll just see an image. And I saw an image of sinking, someone sinking in like sinking sand. We don't see this as much on movies, but you know what I'm talking about, especially those of you who were born in the 70s, 80s. Um, we used to see this a whole lot more. But yeah, reach out and grab his hand. Let him put you on the rock. This is not another striving thing we have to do. This is not another religious checklist, get all your Bible verses in order thing. This is a receive the grace of Jesus. He is the solid rock uh, upon which we stand. And God's word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So enjoy it. Get in there. All right. Well, today's resource, as you know, is my book, Image Restored. Go grab a copy, Amazon, wherever you like to shop. It's pretty much everywhere these days. And then you can also just, if you want to learn about it um, and see different things on it, you can go to imagerestoredbook.com. All right, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. And I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.